Welcome to the Web3 Delight Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Harris. You can find me anywhere on social media as Podmaster Jay. We're gearing up for an exciting one-day conference in Lagos, Nigeria, where we'll bring together Web3 startups, developers, researchers, investors, marketers, all under one roof, both physically and virtually. And we're not just talking about the tech either, because Web3 is really a social movement towards transparency, inclusiveness, and ownership. But, (laughs) as usual, I'm getting carried away. I have some great guests lined up for you here, each of which is going to be speaking at the Web3 Delight Conference. So, I decided to sit down with them and give you, the listener, a bit of a sneak peek into what they'll be sharing at the event. In this episode, we're chatting with another organizer of the Web3 Delight Lagos event, Tesha Tishanovich. Tesha is a media communications professional, and he's also the host of a leading entertainment podcast. So let's jump right into our conversation with Tesha. I have almost uh, 10 years of experience working in organizing different events, but this is the first time that I'm organizing something of this size and in Africa. So I must say it's uh, quite a challenge. So I can't wait to come to Lagos and to meet all of these uh, great young professionals in the Web3 space. Awesome. So you said you're a podcaster and a media communications professional? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I have created uh, one of the biggest entertainment podcasts in the Balkans. Uh, The entertainment podcast that I'm working in is in uh, Serbian, but it covers the broad range of subjects and uh, our field is all over the ex-Yugoslavia. And besides of that, I have done many other different things in areas of business, media, event organization, So I'm happy to be here and uh, I'm happy to come to Lagos. Awesome. We're happy to have you. Well, tell me, how did you get involved with Web3? I always had an interest in application of blockchain technology in a business environment. I remember uh, when the original bull run of 2017 started. A lot of people that I know uh, made good money on cryptocurrencies, but even then I wondered Is that it? Can we really go beyond that? How do we use uh, distributed ledger technologies for something actually used for instead of artificial financial bubbles? After that, I studied the whole field of blockchain for a few years before participating in creation of synthetic equity, a blockchain-powered long-term incentive program that we are currently developing and uh, uh, part of the team that is organizing this Web3 Delight uh, conference is also involved with the synthetic equity. So that is like my first uh, first-hand experience in the development of the blockchain. Yeah, I, I've heard a bit about some of the work that you all are doing in sy- synthetic equity. Uh, it, it sounds pretty amazing. Uh, and maybe that's something that we'll be able to dive into a little later. But I, I'm interested in what you were saying uh, a few seconds ago when you were asking yourself the question, uh, is there more to what blockchain can deliver? Uh, is it just about you know a few people getting rich, or can we actually turn this uh, this new system, this new ecosystem, into something 
that can help more people and actually develop more applications. So I guess my question to you is, what does Web3, what does blockchain, what does this whole ecosystem mean to you? Well, I studied philosophy as my major at University of Belgrade. I was always intrigued by the idea of freedom. How do we define freedom? Is freedom a negative or positive uh, characteristic? Is there a subset? What is a substance of freedom? Those questions and other questions are uh, fundamental philosophical questions that we are probably never have answers to. But as mortal human beings, we can strive to align those abstract ideas with the organizational model that we are working with. The idea of permissionless decentralized internet as a mean of empowerment for innovation-oriented individuals is something very powerful about the Web3. The future is about taking the ownership of our own work, taking the ownership back of our own ideas, and I think blockchain can enable that. It can enable that, you, for example, that your uh, good work that you are working now with this podcast can be monetized, and not only monetized, that you can physically own your podcast to some kind of a smart contract, NFT. So I guess that we are stepping into the new age of the creator economy where everyone will have his own, you know, little ecosystem of things. And that way we will empower the true human innovation because, you know, people want to innovate, but they don't don't like the idea that their ideas might get stolen or that they will never get, uh, that they will never get, get the proper appreciation that they deserve for them. So that is the thing that is most powerful about the Web3, in my opinion. I really like what what you're saying, and uh, I might be a little biased because you know I'm I'm a content creator, yeah. and uh, I like the idea of being able to own my own content and being able to monetize it on my own terms. I'm also interested in what Web three uh, and blockchain communities can offer me as a creator in terms of ways that I'm able to have more control over my ideas and my IP, and also monetize that within my community as well. I'd like to, so you you raise a, a few pretty good points there, and I'd like to dive deeper into sort of, I, I know you'll be speaking at Web3 Delight Lagos. Uh, are any of those topics that you just raised, the, the topics that you'll be covering at, at the conference? Yeah, of course. Uh, as a host of the event, I I have worked a lot on the schedule of the event and the speakers, and I will also have a keynote speech, and we will cover the subjects of the ownership, uh, smart contracts, DAOs, uh, metaverse, and all of these vast new opportunities that the Web3 is offering. And uh, the things that thing that I'm delighted most is that we will have, I have looked at the list of attendees, and by the way, if you haven't registered yet, please go and register at webdelight.com, web, web, uh, web3delight.com because we are almost out of seats. We are like, I think, something like 50% full at this point. But I wow. look at the demographics of the people that will come, and most of those people are young professionals, university educated, and that is exactly the crowd that we need to talk to because those people... Those young, talented people in Africa, they are the ones who will shape the future of the new internet. I believe thoroughly that the internet of the future doesn't belong to the big tech. It doesn't belong to the 
big uh, big corporations that the multinationalists belongs to the people like you like myself and like those people in the audience uh, young content creators and people with a vision i i'm with you we're we're creating something new that we and we're really depending on our young people to drive it the the analogy that i like to use is the first commercial airline flights started in 1920s, in the 1920s, the first time you could buy a ticket as a consumer and get on a flight and have it take you to your, to your destination. But then by the 1960s, so 40 years later, we were landing men on the moon. So in the space of 40 years, we went from being able to buy a plane ticket to going to the moon. And I'd say we're very much in the 1920s portion of Web3. Uh, and so it's important to think about it in terms of how quickly technology progresses. So if, if you're listening to this podcast episode right now and you intend to still be around 40 years from now, like Tesha and myself, we'll still be around 40 years from now. You should I definitely so. be. Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. We sh you should definitely be learning about Web3 and blockchain and, and cryptocurrency. But l let's talk about what you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation around this idea of synthetic equity. Maybe I can get you to share some of this new concept with our audience as well. Yeah, synthetic equity is a very new project. Uh, basically, the whole idea is to automate uh, some of the processes that have been done in the management consulting for many years. And uh, one of the main problems uh, in, uh, in, uh, in raising performance of a company is a performance management. How do you incentivize employees to perform at 100% of their KPIs? And if you don't have an ownership of your work, and if your work isn't related somehow to the increase uh, in, in your personal revenue, if you're not going to get any bonuses, any promotions, why would you give 100% of yourself? So that's why we need long-term incentive programs. Long-term incentive programs already exist. Uh, we haven't figured out they're a new concept, but here's the problem. Long-term incentive programs, as they are done now, are basically this exclusivist uh, uh, closed club that is made only for C-suit, only for the top echelon for, of the companies. But what we need here really are the long-term incentives for the ordinary workers, for the middle management, for the people who are basically doing most of the work in the companies. And this is exactly what we are creating. The reason why it hasn't been created before, you know, the whole creation of the long-term incentive program, and there are people uh, from the management consulting companies that can uh, tell you hours and hours about it, is a long process of, you know, with a lot of calculations that is still done in an Excel spreadsheet and that requires a lot of work time and a lot of money, but with the power of algorithms, of blockchain, smart contract, we will automate all that and enable organizations to align their uh, internal goals. Uh, to uh, And the most important thing about the synthetic equity is that uh, we will create a world of stakeholders. Each, uh, each uh, uh, employee within a company that will participate in this synthetic equity long-term incentive company will not ju just be an employee. He will become a stakeholder uh, by returning a line of sight to the work that we are doing and by returning the sense of ownership, we will uh, 
and motivate these people to innovate and to uh, perform 100%. That is basically the whole idea. Return work back to the people with the power of blockchain. I I really love the idea. And um, maybe I can tell me if if I really understand it correctly, because it was something that was new to me just a week ago when I heard it for the first time. Uh, And so the idea is we're incentivizing ordinary workers. So, and it doesn't matter what organization you work for. It could be you work for a power company or you work for a bank or you work for a marketing firm, but you are being incentivized with this synthetic equity, which is probably linked to the performance and the revenue of the company. So if the company meets its goals or does better than it's supposed to do, you as the ordinary worker be uh, are rewarded with tokens. And that that's how we, we, we sort of bring the blockchain into this. You're rewarded with tokens that you can then, after a certain amount of time, um, submit to to re- receive some form of payment. And I like the fact that you're not just using blockchain technology for this, but you're actually incorporating several different pieces of technology to accomplish the entire thing. So there's um, artificial intelligence and machine learning that's actually doing the calculations to ensure uh, that the sort of the 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 funds that are being given to the employees are adequate enough so that the employees are really incentivized, but then also to ensure that it's not too much so that it's burdensome on the company and that it's not able to accomplish, you know, to continue growing at the pace that it that that it's growing. But but then you're also incorporating blockchain and, and smart contract technology to ensure that employees can have trust in in the words of of, of the the company so that if they sign this contract that says if i deliver this much performance in this much time that i'll be rewarded with 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 these many tokens and it's all set up and automated in the smart contract so everyone knows and is guaranteed that they'll be able to to receive this reward uh, as long as they fulfill the requirements of the contract Uh, do i have it correctly in my mind yeah i had it exactly correctly down to the you know uh, the slightest point. Uh, the whole thing is about the smart contract and the fact that your bonus will be guaranteed with restricted tokens uh, within the whole system. And as you said, we're here involving a whole range of uh, cutting-edge technologies from AI, from the uh, these different kind of uh, algorithm calculations, all the way to the tokenomics and the smart contract. So it's a very complex product but with a very simplistic user interface and very simple intention, incentivize the employees and the innovation. That is like the baseline of our product. I love it. I love it. Okay, so last question for you before we we let you leave, because I know that you've got some really great ideas around Web3, around blockchain technology. And so I want to know from you, Tesha, what is your prediction for where you see this industry going in the next five years? So if we're, we're in 2022 now, if you and I sit down together again in 2027, uh, where would the industry be then? I think that as many have said before, this bear market that we are currently at is a great opportunity for Web3 ecosystem to mature. Of course, there will be a lot of disappointments along the way, a lot of falls. Some people even might lose money as we see with the te- fall of the Terra project. But in the end, 
what we will get after this bear market is more mature Web3. Web3 that cares more about the real life utilization, about the appliances in real businesses, and that isn't that much focus on creating some kind of a financial bubbles that are here uh, for a, a privileged few, uh, for a privilege, so privileged few can earn money. And I think that is exactly the, here at this moment is exactly the right, we have chosen the exact right time for the start of the Web3 Delight series. A Web3 Delight conference that we are currently creating is the first of the series of conferences dedicated to adoption of Web3 technology in the emerging markets. Now, uh, why emerging markets? As we know, the world is changing and the world of the future and the new markets and the new technologies will shape the skyline of the coming of the coming global economic relationships. And the goal of this Web3 Delight is to come to emerging markets before anyone else and to promote these cutting edge new technologies before others do. Because, you know, as you know yourself, we are all pioneers in the field that will shape the future. We are, you know, a lot of these projects are, you know, future Amazons, future Alibabas, and some of them are not, but just as before the dot-com bubble. After this crash, we will see the new generation of Web3 harder, better, and uh, stronger than before. Excellent. I love that. Harder, better, and stronger than before. Yeah. That's a great way to sign off. Tisha, thank you very much for spending some time with us and enlightening us on what's about to happen with Web3. I look forward to seeing you at, at Web3 Delight, Delight Lagos. And uh, thank wag you. me, thank my you. friend, we're all going to make you. it. Thank you. Th thanks a lot, Jay, and thank you for having me.